If you want to live beyond 100, that's not the only, only issue, but you should be able to live happy, healthy, and wealthy. These three are very important for every human being. Welcome to the podcast series for the Global Wellness Summit. I'm your host, Kim Marshall. This season was recorded live from the summit's fourth annual Global Wellness Trends press conference, a special event designed to give insight into the $4.5 trillion global wellness economy while exploring the latest wellness innovations around the world. But as we get ready to post this episode at the start of April 2020, we've all read the surprising stories that during this COVID-19 global shutdown, there are clearer skies around the planet, dolphins are being seen in the Venice canals again, and whales are spouting closer to shore along the California coast. In fact, a Stanford environmental economist is even saying that this resulting decrease in global pollution from the shutdown might be saving millions and millions from premature death from the side effects of pollution. In a recent interview, Bill Gates said that this pandemic has underscored the idea that innovation, science, and the entire world can work together on a common goal, and how that roadmap can also apply to battling climate change. Today on the Global Wellness Summit podcast, we get to speak about conscious capitalism to Bupendra Kumar Modi, aka Dr. M, a global thought leader, a social entrepreneur, and the key architect of the Smart Group, a business conglomerate that's working to improve the worlds of mobility, finance, healthcare, entertainment, technology, and energy. Hailing from a storied Indian business clan, Dr. M focuses on the ways conscious capitalism can improve not only individual lives, but the world as a whole. Listen to hear how he started making eco-friendly food packaging over 25 years ago, and since then how he's developed healthy healthcare facilities, electric car production, and even started a non-profit company to manufacture solar lamps for villagers, all in his native India. A resident of Singapore, but a global citizen, Dr. M has big plans for not just his future, but your future and your children's future and your children's children's future too, creating a world where everyone can live a happy and healthy life beyond 100 years old. So my name is uh, Dr. Ram, uh, but uh, my full name is Dr. Bhupendra Kumar Modi. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm the founder chairman of uh, Smart Group. All right. And uh, I do many businesses, uh, which I'll tell you as we go along. Okay, great. (laughs) And you have the distinction of being the very first interview for our uh, podcast series at the Hearst Building in New York on January 28th. For our listeners around the world, it was a great morning. Um, ten trends for wellness were announced, a research study on moving. And so it's appropriate that you're here, Dr. M, because your company is called The Smart Company. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tell us, sir, I see in your bio that you have a degree in chemical engineering that you have done so many businesses. You're a social entrepreneur, a philanthropist, an author, chairman of a business. 
Um, you've done, let's see, electric cars, cell phone companies. What other things have you done? Oh, eco-packaging for food. Tell us how your journey led you to wellness. Well, I've been a, a serial entrepreneur. So I started by bringing new technologies to India. Mm-hmm. So it was started with Xerox Corporation in uh, way back in 1976. And uh, then I brought a lot of office automation, including new computers and you know everything around that. Uh, then in 1990s, I went into telecom. I was the first telecom service was provided by me wow. in India also. And uh, uh, I exited uh, from that in 2008. And that after 2008, I looked for a new industry to get in. And I searched all over the world. And I found that the next trend after telecom would be uh, wellness. Wow. And I searched around the world, found new technologies, and started with myself, (laughs) Uh, you know. So I have to get well for my next journey. And uh, then I realized that there is a possibility of living beyond 100. I'm now 71. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have uh, 30 more years of working. Yes. So, (laughs) In that wellness attitude, the beyond 100, um, you personally believe that you could live to 100 and beyond. Exactly. But what potential do you see for other people having that ability? I think it's uh, it's not about only the lifestyle. It's about uh, changing and using new technology. I started by taking stem cells at the at 2014. Your own stem cells or you took yeah. stem cells? I took stem cells. Oh, okay. I've taken it three times, 2014, okay. then 2017, then 2019. And uh, what it has done is that uh, I start understanding the how the body is made and what are the uh, it's made of cells and also the whole chemistry of the body. And I realized that uh, you know we take body uh, not very technological product. We take body as you know human body, right? But uh, it's actually a technological product. Wow. It is it is something which has to be maintained and taken care of. And like any other technology, it is evolving. People are now more understanding about the technology. And the key is the mind also. So mind and yep. body yep. is both uh, are something to be aligned. And uh, if you want to live beyond 100, that's not the only, only issue. But you should be able to live happy, healthy, and wealthy. These three are very important for every human being to live a life which is uh, capable of contributing to the society. So, so that's what has been my motto uh, going forward. And you seem very vibrant and energetic for those of you who are listening and can't see. Um, but tell me, you know, to many Americans that might be listening or even Europeans, maybe they've never visited India, they love Indian food, or maybe they take yoga and think that's Indian. You know, I'm from L.A., And we say that there's more people who do yoga in L.A. than in all of India. (laughs) It's a joke. but It's a joke. (laughs) (laughs) But tell me how your culture, your cultural influences and wellness traditions, the old wellness traditions in India, how have they influenced you? So mentioning Los Angeles, I studied at USC. I did my MBA there uh, back in 1972. Right. And I think uh, in India, for example... Uh, the philosophy is very different for life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are supposed to live a life in a four segments of age of 100. Uh, 
like the first 25 years is about a bachelorhood uh, studying mm-hmm. getting prepared for the you know the society and the life the next 25 up to 50 years is like uh, you're raising family you are a family man and taking first care of your family that's your first objective in life after 50 you had taken care of your family you start moving with the society and uh, you are contributing towards uh, you know uh getting a peaceful society and oh. a and a global society and 75 to 100 is the best stage of your life wow because then you are taking care of yourself because you have already uh, you don't need to prove yourself to anybody that's for sure so you have already done the whole thing and i think it's high time that you do uh, take care of yourself and also uh, under the hindu philosophy there is also a thing that you get reborn yeah and your reborn is on the basis of the consciousness in which which you die wow so your consciousness should be more elevated by the time you're ready by the time you're ready to die yeah so i think uh, uh, so that has been the trend but with the pollutions and other things you know the expansions the expansions and all that the so i've decided to change my life totally I live uh, alone. I have my own new houses. I built everywhere where I live. Yeah, and I try to be in a pollution-free area. Oh, so my headquarters is now in Rishikesh, which is a yoga capital of the world. It's just under the Himalayas. Oh, it's uh, in the Himalayas. Yes. Oh, okay, is that near your new retreat? Yes. So that's where I built a Modi Yoga retreat. A new one. It just a opened this it year. It just opened this year, okay. and uh, so I have within that. Uh, apartment for myself in the yoga retreat and also i built one in uh, in bombay in mumbai at near the beach and also one i'm building in bali oh wow and uh, so i'm going into places where i feel that now as i'm reaching 75 in next yeah. four years oh boy i should be able to operate in i can operate from anywhere mm-hmm. you know with the new technology nowadays So why not be in a wellness atmosphere and a well, wellness environment? But you know, Doctor, um, it's so many things you're saying cover the trends that were mentioned today. Number one, aging is now cool. It took a while for this country. You know, they used to think get the wheelchair and get the um, <laughs> Viagra or whatever. But you're saying starting at 75 is the best chapter of your life, right? That's true. That's true. There's also a trend about the electromagnetic fields surrounding yes. us. What's your feeling about that? Because you're going to live in places that are pretty pure, right? Yeah, that's what you know. The whole thing is that the Earth, if you see uh, from a scientific angle, is is the creation of sun and moon. Right. So if there was no sun or no moon, you won't have the Earth. Mm-hmm, true. Because at the right distances, the moon determines what you see, the ups and downs in the sea. You know, the high tides and low tides, and also it has its own closeness to the Earth, which gives us a lot of what you call a magnetic field and right. other things and the other thing is the sun the sun is the source of all energy the mm-hmm. moon does not have its own energy it's also lighted through sun right so sun is the the key for that and i think uh, you have to be in places where there is bright sun so you have a places where you know you can be uh, where you can enjoy the sun and moon both wow so that means that you have to have clear skies and uh, at least uh, not the whole 12 months but you can position yourself that most of the time you are in the clear skies yeah so you can find places in the world where in particular month they will be clear skies 
So that's, that's uh, one part to, you know, what you're talking about, magnetic fields. The second part is that uh, the, the how the earth is created mm -hmm. and what is inside the earth. And that's where the water becomes very important. And the water is either in the sea or in the rivers or the lakes which are there. That's why uh, the life is around water. Oh, is that ever true? And that's what spa means, solace per aqua or health by water. Exactly. Yeah. So these are all natural things. Uh, there's, uh, I think for many, many years, the focus was not in wellness. No. So the focus was to make money. And uh, there has been this talk, uh, how do you trade between making money and you know, being well, and right. the CEO, what he chooses in life. I have also sacrificed my wellness for many years because I was busy. Hard charging. Uh, you know, building an empire. So now, I think uh, for me, I'm double lucky. One, my industry is wellness. <laughs> so I don't have to be, you know, pretending to be in wellness. The second is my life by itself is has to be a wellness life. Because if I people believe me, that I'm in this industry, I have to walk the talk. Well, yes, you do. So that way, I I deal with people around me who are also in wellness. So suddenly, my whole society has changed. Well, also, we heard today that your very treatment of other people contributes to your wellness and theirs. And when I said, oh, I'm interviewing a famous entrepreneur, I'm a little nervous, they were like, oh, he's a wonderful man. So that's not always said about business people, right? It's yeah, I think as you said uh, rightly, the business people are seen as money people. Yeah. So their objective is only money, 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 right? So money is not a devil, but it can become a devil if, mm -hmm. if you are forgetting other things, if you do forget the human side of yours. That's right. So I think uh, even before we keep a balance, but uh, now I'm, I make money is not the main criteria, but I'll make it in any house. I don't need to try to make money. Yeah, I see. You uh, it comes to me naturally now. Yeah, it's you reached I've a point. been making money for so many years. Yeah. <clears throat> so for me, money is... Uh, so if I do wellness, I know how the system works. I know the branding works. I know uh, how will I uh, connect with wellness people and how much money is in wellness. Yeah. So I don't have to worry about that. Well, that's a good thing because then you can accomplish a lot more. Now, in reading your bio, Dr. M, I saw that you also are interested in sustainability. I personally believe it's got everything to do with wellness. <laughs> exactly. So tell us your hope for things like electric cars and, and eco-friendly food packaging in the future. What's your hope? Well, the hope is that it's there. You can't uh, you know, stop it. But it's disruptive. Disruptive means that it will close a lot of factories. It will close a lot of uh, petrol stations. It will close a lot of the way the society is built here. So it's very it destroyed trillions of dollars worth of industry. Mm -hmm. Your mobile phone, which I started, it destroyed a lot of industries, yeah. <laughs> which is there. So it's like people who are in those industries try to resist it. And they try to delay it as much as possible. Right, like retail. And uh, they they are in a denial mode, you know. Yep. So now you have in U.S. Tesla, who is valued more than any other American automobile company. But they are still in denial mode. Oh. They still feel that, oh, this will go away. We don't want to get into it because they don't know how to get into it. Oh. For them, it's a challenge that they have to close something to build something. I so I am very clear on that, that when I start a new industry, I sell my old industry. 
So I don't try to be play old and new at the same time. Mm-hmm. So when I'm getting into wellness, I want to get rid of all my houses and my offices, <laughs> which are not in wellness. I see. And uh, I like if you stay in a city like New York, it costs you quite a lot, right? But still you are here because mm-hmm. you think uh, this is the thing to be. But if you stay somewhere near the river or near the sea, it will be cheaper also. Because today still it, it costs more here. But with times, those properties will become more costlier. So I used to stay in Mumbai in a city first. And now I moved into Juhu, which is a beach area. Uh-huh. So that house which I built is now much more valuable than the same place in the city. Say because. But when I went there, people thought I'm crazy. Why am I going there? So the... The wellness makes economic sense, what I'm trying to say. Well, that's good to hear. As with Dr. Modi, a recurring theme in a number of our interviews with world-class entrepreneurs is that during the fourth quarter of their lives, they often realize they sacrifice part of their health for their wealth. And it's then that they begin to focus on ways to spread wellness and even joy. Someone who began in her teens helping people remember to pursue Joyful Longevity is Deborah Zayke, co-founder of the First Destination Spa in North America, Rancho La Puerta, and later the founder of the famous Golden Door Spa. Deborah also owned the Golden Door, right? which she made. It was in Escondido, California, 36 rooms, I think. Very pricey at the time, like 6,000, 9,000. I imagine. I think it's the same idea. Yeah. Yeah. You interspersed an hour of exertion with an hour of utter relaxation. And so at the end of the week, you were like tenderized meat. And my boyfriend called me at the time and I answered the phone in my room and he's like, I'd like to speak to Kim Marshall. And I was like, it's me. And he's like, no, it's not. It's not you. And so what I love about Rancho La Puerta is that it's slightly more affordable yeah. and, and a little bit do yourself. Like you carve the journey you want to take that week, right? Yeah. Um, basically, once you've made your reservation you any any decision you make is is going to be towards your health and wellness so you can do as much or as little as you want it's not boot camp there's nobody there that's you know breathing over your shoulder saying come on get up and get moving but by sheer fact of being there when we offer four to six fitness classes and activities in an hour in an hour you will end up doing something that's good for you Roma do you still have a men's track as well available that's we again. do. We have, um, we have programs just for men, but we believe that whatever we offer is good for everybody. Everybody is welcome. And we can cater to different levels of fitness as well. So for example, a lot of our classes are progressive. When you first come, you may not be as flexible, but by the end of the week, you'll have more, a better range of motion because the classes are more progressive. You may not be able to climb two miles or you know, be able to do an easy hike, but maybe by the end of the week, you might get to the moderate level of the hiking program. So what are your most popular classes? Well, it really depends on who you are and where you are on your whole uh, wellness fitness journey. But what I've noticed is that guests have grand ideas. Oh, when I'm going to go there, I'm going to do kettlebell and I'm, I mean, I'm going to walk, do the eight mile hike and I'm going to, you know, do uh, TRX. And sure enough, you come with those ideas and maybe you even do a couple of them. But if you're there for seven days, spa brain, as we call it, sets in and you realize, well, why am I doing this? I don't need to do this. I, what I really need is to go for sound healing class, is to go for meditation, is to go for restorative yoga. 
you know? So that's what starts to happen is people chill out and they start doing things that they never thought they would. And it could be a whole range of activities and classes. Yeah. So dear listeners, if, uh, <laughs> if you are ready to make a new reservation at Rancho La Puerta, please mention code RLPGWS, pretty simple, and you will receive $250 off your visit. Wow. Do so, it now. Don't do it now. Don't, don't wait. wait. <laughs> Change your life. Sempre mejor. <laughs> Now, how do you feel, I see with the um, food packaging, um, how do you feel the future of plastics is? What do you think? Do you think people will realize we've got to find other ways or it's too convenient to stick with plastics? No, plastic has to be out. That's for sure. But what will replace plastic is what people are trying to see and what materials are there. Mm -hmm. Naturally, the normal material is paper products. Yeah. So I started the first uh, paper cup company in India, trying to get rid of plastics. Wow. And, How uh, long ago was that? This was uh, about uh, 20 years back. Oh, my goodness. And uh, I tied with International Paper of US for yeah. doing that. But paper itself, uh, people start saying, oh, paper, you have to cut trees and all that. So there are many other ways you can build things which are there. So I think the reason uh, plastic will go out. Most of the people have found that plastic, which are, it cannot be destroyed. It creates pollution in the sea, in the cities, in the garbage places. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So most of the countries want to, get, want to get rid of plastic. But because there is no alternative being made, to that extent that it's become cheaper, it's, it's still going on. So it's again a question of economics, which comes in. Yep. But I think, uh, and also the resistance. So, uh, you know, people who package, uh, you know, in uh, plastic don't right. want to change it. That's right. So people like Amazon and all that are now building these cardboard boxes and all that where all the shipments take place. So they are becoming aware where the packaging is changing, especially the large corporations. Right. Because they know that uh, they are going to be scrutinized and they will find the wrath because they're making so much money also. That's right. That's <laughs> so, right. That's so right. They are, the people who make money are sometimes more conscious of public opinion. That's right. They, <laughs> because they are subject to challenge. A lot of errors. So I think companies like uh, Amazon and uh, other companies are changing these things. And then you also put your money where your mouth is. You're behind an integrated health city in India. Yes. In Delhi, where you don't think there's a smart city. You think it's crowded and polluted. <laughs> How did you do that? So I had a, I had a plot of land, which I had was, I was building a hospital. Mm -hmm. And I actually built a 1,400-bed hospital out there, out which it was under construction. 300 was already made. Then I decided I don't want to win the hospital. So I said, okay, let the hospital be on the other side. I'll build a wellness city. So I will build a wellness hospital, uh, it's a hospital, a wellness hotel, wellness flats, wellness offices, independent living, which is wellness. But also now I'm putting there a, a pollution-free atmosphere by building this uh, electronic trees. Come on. Which can give you oxygen, right? So it's now available. You know, these new technologies are coming. Oh. In China, there is already a town where they do that. You can even build the artificial clouds, you know. Dubai does that nowadays. Oh, Dubai does it now? Of course they do. <laughs> so there are a lot of things you can do in the city 
by for improving the water quality and the air quality and the lifestyle. So you met Susie Ellis. You attended. You live in Singapore, is that right? Yes, that's right. Um, sometimes, um, you came to the Global Wellness Summit. How did you feel about the energy there and the people you met when you first came? So I'm a Singapore citizen. Oh, okay. And uh, when this wellness thing it was to happen in Hong Kong, when they shifted to Singapore for some reasons, yes. So I thought it was a great opportunity for me to attend it, and I did go there. And then I realized that it's an industry. What Susie has done is that she has made us realize that it's a $50 trillion industry by 2050. Yeah. So if it is an industry, then it, I changed my whole corporation and I hired a new team, which is a wellness team. Oh my goodness. So I fired some of the people who were doing all technology and I said, now we will create a wellness team because this is now an industry. So after I, the summit, you did that? Yeah, after the summit, oh, I changed. You took it to heart. <laughs> I went to, after that, to Bali. We had a big meeting and we said, this is our next. This is not a side business for us. Previously, it was a business for my personal thing, you know. You just liked side it. Side business. It was right? your interest. Yeah. So, but when I saw $50 trillion industry coming by 2050, <laughs> my business side, you know, entrepreneur side rang up. And I said, let's do that. And there are, there are many segments to it which uh, Susie talked about, and we are trying to cover all the segments. Well, I'm telling you, I, I hope our listeners realize, um, you know, each part of the globe has to have a wellness bastion, you might say, some linchpin that's believing and changing things. And I am so honored to meet you as one in the region of India. You focus on India mostly, but you live in Singapore. But it says here you even have a solar lamp factory and you're trying to build healthy healthcare facilities. Yeah. There is a switch for you. No, my I'm building a city which is totally solar. But I, I started solar lamp factory only for charity. So I give solar lamps to the hearts of India the, where the electricity is not full time. Mm-hmm. And the factory only operates for uh, charity. I don't charge anything. I just uh, supply thousands of these lamps on a regular basis. And I, 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 this is my part of introducing technology to the villages. Ah. They should even know that the solar can be used for lamp. You know, they don't have any idea right. that how much energy is there from Waiting. the solar which we can harness. So I think in, in technology, what you have to do is you have to get the people ready to accept technology. Hmm. So before I build the city, I have to people to believe that you can make a solar city. You have to believe that you, you have to make a city where the Wi-Fi is free to everybody. I see. So you create an environment which is more, uh, what you call, better than any city. And that is paying also because ultimately they say that in the city, the flats I will build, the uh, housing and the uh, other facility I will build. It will have a higher value. So you spend 4 or 5% for the wellness, but you will get higher value by 20%. That's a wonderful, <laughs> hopeful goal. Now, there's so much to talk to you about. I have two more things. Number one is you also saw Susie again at the Vegas, what's it called, the CS conference? Yes, yeah, CS conference. It's all about technology. Yeah. What did you walk away with? Do you think the world's getting more interested in wellness? What do you think? I think uh, wellness, there was a, component there for two days in Venetian hotel. In the and if you go to Venetian hotel, they have a place nearby. They have so much wellness uh, things around it, mm-hmm. the hotel itself. Mm-hmm. 
And there are a lot of new technologies coming. As I said, the cell therapy is a big thing. I talked of stem cell. Your body is made of cells. It's not made of organs like heart, this, this. You have to go behind that and you have to treat the whole body rather than treating your mind separately, one, one by one piece. Mm-hmm. So most of the doctors today are based on the organ specialist, right? But now you have to have one body which is there and that includes mind and body both and you have to treat it totally. That's where the cell therapy comes. I have personally benefited from cell therapy. I feel that's a great future out there. But apart from cell therapy, there are also various kind of natural therapies, what we call nature science. Mm-hmm. So instead of taking pharmaceuticals, which can have side effects, you have everything which is natural. So everything made out of, uh, you know, botany, you know, like trees, plantations sure. and all that. Sure. So this is a huge trend which is there. Now, the other thing is, I have two other questions. One is, um, you have a film, a film academy? How did you get into entertainment? <laughs> I'm from Hollywood, not you. No, <laughs> no, no I, I stayed in Beverly Hills for eight years. <laughs> oh, you see, between, oh, okay, you know, okay, okay. And I, I'm 71, I've done everything in my life. <laughs> so I, I made films, and now I'm making film with a, a wellness in mind. Come on. So my first film was, Oh My God, it was around uh, exploiting of religion, uh, which was there of all religions. The second one is on the life of Buddha, which oh, is... Uh, is it a documentary? No, it? no, it's a full film. It's on Netflix. Uh, you can see it on Netflix. And this is on the... Buddha became the first uh, wellness person, you know, because he, yeah. he, he said, don't worry about God or whatever. You worry about yourself, you know. And he focused on the human being as such. And that's why you see Buddha as a uh, trademark in but, all these places. Right. People used to divide themselves. My heart thinks this, my body thinks oh, right. this is right, this is wrong. And they get into stress. Yep. So the, to have a stress-free mind is a mind without any confusion. And that's what Buddha played, how you can do that. Also, he said, if you are... Having anything, you're hurting your body. If you are angry, you hurt your body. If you are uh, jealous, you hurt your body. Uh-huh. So anything which you do, it hurts you. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt other guy. Right. So his famous philosophy is, if you're angry, you're throwing a ball, or, you know, uh, like fireball to other, but first you burn, burn your yourself. own hand. Isn't that amazing? So Buddha was the first person who talked of wellness in a proper way. And because of that, uh, it, he his symbol has become that. So Gandhi and all were political figures. You know, yeah, they were yeah, yeah. fighting the British and all that. But Buddha, he was a prince. He left his uh, you know kingdom to find an answer for being happy. Uh-huh. And the process of finding that answer, he realized that what is a human body made of. Uh-huh. And he came with a philosophy of what is called Shunneva, that your whole body is hollow. It looks like, it's like a film, you know. The film is nothing. But when you see it, it looks like real people. So the whole universe is hollow. Everything is hollow. Even your body is hollow. Hmm. So that's how he he found a new way of looking at yourself. And I think he was the guy who was beyond religion. They made religion out of him, but he was not. He was beyond. What's your movie called? Buddha. Just Buddha. That's Buddha. B-U-D-D-H-A. And it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Okay, well, thanks for telling us that. We'll have to look. <laughs> and, you know, I am an American, raised in America. I um, I pride myself on having traveled a lot, but 
there is so much more to learn. And one thing that really um, intrigues me is Ayurveda. I work with a hotel in West Palm Beach called Amrit that hasn't opened yet, but a huge emphasis on Ayurveda. Can you tell me, when you were a child, was Ayurveda just part of, you know, like what your grandma gave you to feel better? Or what role did it play in your life? So Ayurveda was the cheapest thing you could get. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so it's like a no-cost thing, you know, because it's available to you free of cost. So you can do Ayurveda in an open air. You don't need to have the spas and all these things which are there. So most of the Indian things like yoga, Ayurveda, was so cheap. <gasps> that uh, it didn't cost anything to do that. So naturally, uh, that's what you get, uh, give your children, you know, why wow. you want to spend money on that. And coming to America, you know, I realized that the whole world is one. So in 2012, I started a body from Singapore called Global Citizen Forum. Oh, I so, see that, yeah. So we are all global citizens. So when mm -hmm. I, in America, I'm there and people say I'm American. I said, I am American also because I am global. Yes, America are. is also part of the world. Yeah. So so I, I am as American as you are. That's right. Because when I'm here, and I've stayed in America, I'm in New York for four or five years. Then I was in Beverly Hills for six to eight years. So I think anywhere in the world you live, doesn't make a difference. People are people. We all get born and die. We all have our health issues. Most of the medical science which you see, it's irrespective of your nationality and religion and so true. even gender. So true. So I think these things do not come in the way of understanding humanity. Well, that's why I love the Global Wellness Summit because yes. I get to meet people like you. I mean, it's so cool to hear the world's take on wellness. Yes. And I think what your grandma used to do, you know, a lot of us are just like, let me try it, <laughs> right? That's true. So thank Even you. the food is like that. We had natural food, natural medicines. And I'm very much uh, happy to be part of this global wellness thing because I also want to do things which are global. Aww. I don't like to be divided into that I'm Indian or Singaporean or British or American. Well, Dr. M, let me tell you, our time is up, but I want to thank you for taking this fascinating chapter of your life, the chunk when you're going to do as much as possible and more than you've ever done, and sharing some of those dreams with us. Thank you very thank much. Thank you so much. Thank you. From Ayurveda at home as a child to founding the Global Citizen Forum, Dr. Modi is a fascinating man, and we know the Global Wellness Institute is thrilled to have him as a new member of the Global Moonshot team with the goal of stopping preventable disease. Well, that's our show for today. Can't wait to get together again.